Casey Kane is back to a full-time Sprint Car Series. We've got updates on Rico Abreu and Tanner Holmes, more high-limit staff changes, and some non-wing driver moves today. Let's go. It's Monday, December 4th. I'm Justin Fiedler. This is Dirt Tracker Daily. Before we get started, are you a subscriber yet to our free email newsletter, The Slider? In the last 10 days or so, we've sent out an interview with Dirt Vision's Chase Rodman, and over the weekend, it was another really great piece from Pat Sullivan. And in the next day or two, I've got a fresh read from a regular contributor, Spent Smith, back to send out as well. If you want to subscribe, like I said, it's free. You can do so over at dirttracker.com slash the slider. You can also find all of the previous issues there as well. So if you've missed anything, you can go find links to read those as well. A bunch of stuff to unpack today, including some announcements, a few interesting social media posts, and some rumors about things to come. First, we'll do the solid stuff. Uh, yesterday came the announcement that Casey Kane will indeed go full-time high limit racing in 2024. This one caught me and several industry folks I spoke with yesterday a bit off guard. Of the 10 or so names we've heard kind of talked about as on the high limit roster, Kane was not one of them in recent days. And for good reason, his main sponsor in, uh, in these last couple of seasons, Caravan Trailers, is owned by Scott Boyd, who's one of the partners in SLS Promotions, which promotes a sizable part of the World of Outlaws schedule in the Midwest. The thought was that Kane would be at some of those outlaw shows and thus not be able to run some of the conflicting high limit races. But clearly something has changed either with that deal or its requirements. Kane joins his employee and teammate Brad Sweet and Jacob Allen as the now three confirmed high limit full-timers for 2024. There's still five more drivers that I think are solid to high limit next season, and from there, two or three more who are very close or very seriously considering. If you're keeping score at home, it's Outlaws 5, high limit 3 on the official tally, and I would imagine we'll probably get a lot more high limit announcements this week. One of the drivers we've been talking about here recently that could go full-time with the series is Rico Abreu. Remember back to last week, he sent me a message, said he'd announce his plans likely before PRI. After appearing on David Gravel's YouTube live stream last Thursday, Speedsport posted a story with several of his quotes, and they seem to think he's hinting at a pick-and-choose schedule. As a side note, I know some call it true outlaw, but I think that can get confusing with the world of outlaws, so I'm going to continue to refer to it as pick-and-choose. Just a, you know administrative note there. Uh, yesterday afternoon, though, Rico shared a photo to social media where he's sitting at a bar or restaurant with Brad Sweet with the caption, quote, I've got my poker face on today, unquote. Rico, obviously savvy when it comes to marketing, promotion, social media. So is this foreshadowing a move or is he just trolling us? I guess we'll just have to wait and find out. Another driver I've been asked about uh, a lot in recent weeks is Tanner Holmes. His 2024 plans were unknown following the end of the World of Outlaws season and his tenure with Shark Racing that was filling in for Jacob Allen. We know now that Logan Schuhart will return to the Outlaws next season while Jacob is back to full-time sprint car competition but is instead going high limit. So the Shark car's splitting. There was some thought that Shark could campaign a third car for Holmes, and apparently that was discussed. Tanner, uh, you know, basically confirmed that. But in a video posted to his YouTube channel on Friday, Tanner revealed he's most likely going to be back in his family's 18T car next season. That Shark deal didn't come together, and at this point, neither has anything else with another team. So the 18T is it, unless something else happens between now and then. It's been a pretty busy slate of outlaw cart action for the Oregon driver uh, through this first part of the offseason, and he did say before that he'll be back at the Chili Bowl in January. But we don't yet know the exact details on his midget ride. I'll link to his video below if you want uh, if you want to watch it and haven't yet, so you can see uh, or and hear all of this stuff from him. 
Uh, there's a few other uh, things floating around out there as well. I tweeted about this a little bit yesterday. I've heard there are potentially more high limit staff moves coming with one already done and another in the works. These moves would be established sprint car people that you likely know about from other places joining the high limit team for 2024. It seems as though the high limit pitch of less races for the same or more money works on both drivers and teams and also other employees. When I tweeted about it yesterday, several replies assumed I was referring to announcer Chet Christner, but his name was not among those I had heard about. Chet spent 2023 as the USAC announcer, and he tweeted Saturday that he won't return to that role for next year. The overwhelming sentiment was that he was departing that spot for high limit, but I don't think I'd hold my breath on that one. Chet is one of the best in the business and would be a great pickup for high limit, but my money is on someone else on the mic next year for Kyle and Brad's series. As for what USAC does, I could see a scenario where Drake York is moved from the infield and pit reporting for Flow uh, up to the booth. He's had several opportunities to be their main or to be a main announcer uh, and has done well in some fill-in spots uh, the last year or so. Uh, sticking with USAC, we've had a couple of driver moves on that side of things in recent days. Uh, first, as expected, it was announced that Jake Swanson will drive the Scott, uh, Scott Bennett-owned 2B Sprint car next season full-time. That is out with the National Series. Swanson moves over after several seasons with Team AZ, and he replaces Logan Seavey, who finished ninth in the USAC National Championship, had a pair of wins in 2023, uh, including that four-crown victory at Eldora. At various points in the season, Swanson was in the mix for the title uh, for USAC, but faded a bit later in the season and ended up fourth in the final rundown. He told USAC's Richie Murray that he uh, knew in August that he'd be looking for a ride for 2024. Team AZ finished out their season with Dazen Persley in the seat of the 21AZ machine, with that car sweeping the weekend at Kokopah and USAC CRA action. That happened in early November. Also going full-time next year will be Jaden Rogers. He's partnering up with Michael Dutcher to drive the 17GP. Rogers was a USAC winner in 2022 when he was previously a full-timer, but he scaled back in 2023, running just 25 series races. He had five top fives and eight top tens in those appearances. It sounds like there could be a few other moves for sprint car guys coming, including possibly another top five driver uh, switching teams or switching rides. If you're curious about Thomas Meseroff's future, he also shared his plans to YouTube in recent days. He went west with his new MF1 chassis powered by that Engler Ford and that car built by John Farrell. Uh, those guys had a brutal trip, though, ended up only racing four of the six nights. They had uh, some mechanical issues. They had some crashes. Timez will keep this deal going for 2024 with plans to pick and choose a midget scheduled next year in between winged and non-winged sprint car starts. He mentioned USAC and extreme races, and we'll probably see him with the Maverick Wing Sprint Series in Indiana. Uh, for the modified fans out there, the USMTS released their schedule late yesterday, 48 races coming up for 2024. Uh, they'll start in late February at Hunt County Raceway in Texas and finish at 81 Speedway in late October. The champion uh, will take home yet again a $100,000 check at season's end. This year is Rodney Sanders earning his fifth career championship. He had five wins and 27 top tens in 34 races. In all, 17 drivers chased the entire USMTS calendar this season, and there were 18 different winners. Uh, one other note in this orbit, Race and Dirt's Trenton Berry and Austin Kruger, along with announcer Eric Chesterman, have purchased the USRA American Racer Modified Series from the Staley's, and they're going to pair it with the new Heartland Modified Tour for next season. The ARMS will continue to race in Texas, Louisiana, and Southern Oklahoma, while the new Heartland Tour will hit Eastern Kansas, Western Missouri, and Northern Oklahoma. So a lot of uh, interesting things happening there for Midwest Modified Racers. 
Uh, that's it for the show today. Make sure to stop by DirtTracker.com to see the streaming schedule and the latest news from around the sport. The website updates itself automatically, so as news breaks, things will be there. Uh, there are a couple of things on the streaming schedule today. Still pretty quiet right now, as you would expect for the offseason. I hope you guys have a great Monday out there. We'll see you right back here tomorrow. <laughs>